What up though everybody man, it's your boy Spence Crosby aka Faiska. you already know what it is With the two homies again It's your boy Professor Ill Will New wave coaching, you can't change the waves but you can learn to surf so learn to surf And Tyler Wellness, helping open-minded individuals turn their talents and skills into income in the Talent to Income Academy Make yourself a paycheck So what's good with everybody man, go ahead and um, pour up the cup real quick yeah, I'll do the honors, Will. Okay. Got you. So, man, we got an interesting topic today. An interesting topic. It's a topic that's going to ruffle some feathers. See the so, geese over there? Their feathers are ruffled. <laughs> right, right. They're about to be flying all over the place, man. People Go are going to be... <laughs> they're going to be inclined to disagree with today's topic, man. Even when they probably re-read that title. Like, damn, what they talking about? Man. They gonna be like, oh, shit. Uh-huh. They talking about this? Birds are going nutty. Yeah, they are. They're tweeting about it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Little sparrows. So, uh, go ahead and take a sip of I actually gotta set the intention. You gotta set the intention, baby. Set yeah. the intention real quick. Let's not get censored. Let's talk about not... Let's not get censored, guys. Let's have a good podcast. Let's spread this knowledge. Yeah. <sighs> It's pretty warm. Yeah, it's hot, man. That's fresh off the stove top, man. Mm -hmm. Fresh off. But look, so today's topic, man, we want to talk about censorship. Linking censorship to the jab, the jab, to the viral crisis, all the way how it's impacting the world, man. And I want to start off by saying censorship is a terrible thing. And I'm going to say this, too. The fact that people celebrated the censorship of uh of trump when he was in office mm. that was crazy to me because people were like well you know he's a racist he's a bigot he's this that and the other and they censored him on all social media platforms so i was like damn people was like they were celebrating but they don't understand that you're censoring the president of the united states the most influential country in the world and so yeah. you censoring him People are celebrating. You don't think they're going to come and censor you later down the road? Just because it fits your idea or your agenda right now doesn't mean it's not going to impact your agenda later. Uh, there's a guy uh, that I really want to get into, man. He talks about, uh, his name is Jordan Peterson. I a lot about him through Joe Rogan. and uh, I read a little bit, not read a little bit about him, but I listened to his podcast. He's an interesting guy. Uh, he sounds a little boring, but I like his information because I like information in general. And I want to listen to more of his conservative views because the older I've gotten, the more conservative I've ha- I have become. Um, I used to be on the side with the liberals and progressive and because they were more revolutionary, in my opinion. But now, since they kind of swap sides in a sense, uh, I don't agree with a lot of the shit they do, um, which we're going to tie into today. Um, but look, how do you guys feel about censorship? Do you guys feel like people are being censored? Uh, yeah, you know, just like you had mentioned earlier, uh, we saw President Trump getting censored. I know he's probably t- saying some crazy stuff and maybe it was racist or whatever he was saying, but um, I don't think we've ever had a president no, we be haven't. censored before. So uh, I think that's a new experience and um, it's definitely kind of concerning, you know, like why, why, how can you censor the president of the United States, man? You know, he's like the top fight, top chief, the chief an executive over the country and we're, we're censoring him um i mean i get it i know twitter was probably trying to save some shots and trying to uh allow people to save face and allow people to not be exposed to that but um 
it definitely I think that that's probably going to be something that we experience in the future more censorship imagine like you know if one if the president can be censored imagine what's censored right now you don't know about it and you can't even see it because it's censored you know just information that you don't have access to because they censor it from you because they're like oh you shouldn't see this information it's not it's not good for you you yeah. know what I mean and you know uh, you brought up an interest, interesting point there you know I think I heard that how they censor us in America is kind of different from how they censor like in China or something you know they have a lot of uh, censorship over there as well and like I guess over there in China like you'll search something and it's like nothing pops up you know but over here you know if you google something you know your google search is just gonna show you something but it's gonna not show you other stuff too though mm. and I guess there's like uh, I think there's one Joe Rogan was talking about there's a website called like DuckDuckGo where you can go and you can search stuff and it's gonna give you completely different uh, search results than whether if you were to search that same thing on Google. So, you know, it's interesting. I'm reading this book now uh, called Manufacturing Consent. I think I might mention it on a previous podcast before by Nam Chosky and uh, Edward Herman, I believe. Forgive me if I got the, the last one wrong. But anyways, the, talk, book, the book talks about the change in like entertainment, uh, propaganda, just news, media, entertainment, all of that good stuff. So before 1983, it was like over like I think 50 media conglomerates. By like seven years later, they had it down to like I think 23. And then after 1990 or 1993, it was down to like nine. But now AT&T bought AOL Time Warner, I think three or three, two or three years ago. And so now you have like eight. And so now they saturate the market with whatever they want to saturate the market with. But the biggest thing is they're not so much concerned about keeping America aware. They're more concerned with entertainment. You know, like you got CBS Survivor. You have like, like what is it? Who wants to be a millionaire on what? ABC or NBC, whatever. So you have all these different different entertainment um, shows just coming on and distracting us from what's going on. And so then it was, it was talking about in like the UK... Um, in Asia, they have more like public broadcasting, you know, stuff like that. Like I know BBC, no homo. It's like um, I always think of like BBC. Like BBC <laughs> is another <in> BBC. <laughs> BBC. But for people who don't know, it's like uh, British uh, broadcasting. Channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good news source. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're a little bit more. Uh, I don't know how they are not because I haven't been too much current with them, but they had UK was more aware. And, you know, of course, Asia, they, they're going to censor a lot of shit. You know, they're going to believe in none of that stuff. But anyways, um, the commercialization of news has been, like, just propagating so fast. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, like, at this point where we don't even have news anymore. We have entertainment. And if we do have news, you have to go to the Internet because if you want an alternate, uh, uh, alternate source. So, anyways, it's talking about that. It was talking about how the Internet was is great in the... In a, in a seeming idea that we had access to information, right? But then it talked it talked a little bit about because this book was written like in the early two thousands. It talked about how the internet can be subjected to like uh, consumeristic ideals, like shopping, uh, online shopping, all of that stuff to get you to buy stuff. Advertisement, and you see that now. Yeah. You see, like it's it's yeah. flooded with advertisement now. So it's just like. You see how they shifted. And this book was talking about this shit early on. I'm just like, damn, they were spot on with this stuff. And then you see, they talk about a little bit about censorship because I'm still early in the book. But you see how it, it, it went from, it shifted to one side to another. And then, you know, with Reagan, he had passed 
some shit. And I know Clinton, I think he passed like the Telecommunications Act and all this other extra shit that influenced the way we see things, you know, through entertainment or through news now, news media. Um, but it's crazy how things have changed so much. And the censorship is definitely on the rise. And the fact that I think we mentioned before, uh, or I think that's actually one of our private talks. Where we talked about a doctor being censored. Um, Dr. Mircola? Dr. Mercola. Mercola, yeah, for just offering alternatives. And people can say whatever they want to say, but the fact that they're censoring him for the sake of speaking out against you-know-what or just offering alternatives, like, that, you don't think that's wrong with that? They just censored a, uh, sen- a senator from, um, or representative from, I think, Utah. Was it Utah? I think it was Utah, like, a couple weeks ago. Man. Mm-hmm. Because she was talking about you-know-what, I think she's talking about the jab, and she's talking about, you know, mm. viral stuff, COVID, and the fact that they censored her. I think it was like her third, fourth strike. They mm. censored her for like seven days. I don't know what happens after whatever strike next, but it's crazy. Yeah, they did Dr. Mercola crazy, man. Uh, you know, this guy's a doctor. He spent his whole life in the health field. Um, and, you know, nowadays we have YouTube, we have Instagram, we have the social media where you can... You know, spread your knowledge for free. Basically, he's putting all his information out for free and all of his life work. And um, I guess somebody hit him up. One of the government hit him up, and they're like, "Hey, like you have to take down all this stuff." Yeah, forty-eight hours. Yeah, forty-eight hours. You can drop a post, and then it has to be deleted after forty-eight hours. And it's like, man, that's crazy. His whole whole life work, his whole uh, archive of information that you can go through, look on his page, all this free information that's, uh, just bettering people's lives from what he understands, uh, and his extensive knowledge of health and nutrition, and it's just taken off the page, and, and, uh, you know, civilians, they're not getting a chance to even experiment and see his side of the story and see what information he has to offer, and it's pretty crazy. I think misinformation is big amongst both sides because I don't think misinformation is just big on if you're going against COVID. I don't believe that shit. I believe it's misinformation on both sides, you know. And so for them to censor him like that just because he offered alternatives, whether you agree with them or not, is you have to you have to actually now have to see things like what's wrong, what's going on. Mm-hmm. You have to ask these questions now because that doesn't make sense. And so you see the rise of censorship, you know. President Trump was like, yo, like, what the fuck? You know, now the censoring people who speak against COVID or whatever. And you you see more and more people wanting censorship because they don't agree. That's the problem where we're at now. We're at a we're at a we're at this this state now where if I don't agree with you, rather than have dialect and try to grow and try to understand each other, oh you're wrong. I I want you censored. I don't agree with you. Cancel culture. Yeah, and it's like a form of <laughs> tribalism that has manifested now. Like you see, I call it the mob mentality. Like you, if you go against, if you're a Trump supporter, you're automatically racist. People say you're a racist, you're a bigot, you're this, that, and the other. If you say you'll go against, you don't like the COVID vaccine, you're anti-vaxxer. Automatically, automatically, you're just labeled this. And it's just like, where do we have this? When I was first searching for knowledge, it wasn't like this. It was more like I was just they just dismissed me because they thought I was crazy. You know what I mean? Or you had people that were like, I agree with you. And it was, or people that might disagree with you. And then they'll actually have dialect. But nowadays, you see it on Facebook. Most of the people I have on Facebook are liberally progressive. Like, that's their ideology. And I don't like to label people because I'm not conservative or liberal. I'm just a human being. But you see people now moving towards, like, accept everything. 
everything. And I don't want to get too detached from, like, I always link it to Japanese history. When when feudal Japan, would, you had Oda Nobunaga. The reason why he flourished so well, the country was doing so well under him, or he, he rose so high, is because he was open to trading with Westerners, with different people, opening up the market. Once he was killed, Hideyoshi kind of like put a stamp like, no. And then uh, Iyasu, Tokugawa, uh, I think he really closed Japan down from outsiders in general. Mm. And I think there was a time in Japan when the Tokugawa, not him, he wasn't ahead anymore because he already passed, but the Tokugawa regime was there for like over, I think, 125 years. Anyways, or might be more than that. Um, but anyways, it was a time when the Westerners had came and they had like, they came knocking on like, we're going to bomb your shit up, you don't open up this market. <laughs> and so they were for, forced to open up this market. But I see where like, when I play the video game, I'm like, you have this idea. It's like Nobunaga has a progressive ideology where you have like somebody like Kenshin Uesugi who has conservative. And before I used to be like, I want to be progressive. You know what I mean? I think that's, the, that's how you grow as a human being, right? But then I, as I got older, I understand the, the power of being conservative because you don't want to be too progressive where you just accept everything. Like everything is just like we all could be equal. We all no, we're not. We're not all created equal. Like that's just the that's just the I, like the realistic thing. So I just I always link it back to that, and I'm just thinking like when you're too open in society, when you're too like progressive in a sense, you don't know what's what anymore. You, you kind lose of lose sight. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think I kind of felt them on that in Japan to kind of conserve, you know. And Westerners, man, we always fucking up shit, man. We always, always. coming in. Here, take this, and it's got some weird disease in the food mm -hmm. or something, and now all the people are dying from the different country, and we're coming taking over <laughs> stuff. You know, uh, we just we just got a real powerful regime, man. We come and we conquer, man. That's what we do. And uh, I kind of felt them on that, the Japanese culture, because you, you kind of want to conserve and kind of keep the traditions. If you let all these people in, and they're going to start doing different stuff, and now the traditional Japanese culture, whatever it is, is going to be gone. So that's what I, I agree with. Like having some type of, I think conservative thing is good. You know, you have people who follow the ideology of like I think they call themselves uh, uh, they're like modern. They're like teeter totter. Whereas me, my views have become a lot more conservative as more I get older. I do believe that uh, taking a jab, it's not ideal for me. I won't be taking a jab at all. Uh, I think there needs to be further research that needs to be done um, because I'm not automatically just anti-vax because I don't want to take the jab. I don't want to take the jab because it's, it was expedited. And the fact that they're attaching to, oh, you get an incentive, they're incentivizing so much, get a lottery. But then you can link it to, you know, they incentivize us as a kid, get a lollipop for taking a shot, of course. But the fact is they're, they're, they're mandating that. Mandating now. It's yeah. crazy, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think we were talking earlier too about... Uh, you know, this country being a, a democracy. Mm. And, you know, this is something you see like in a dictatorship where it's like, all right, this guy says you have to do this. We all have to do it. And I kind of feel like we're getting that same vibe as of uh, in the country now. It's like, man, it's we're mandating this, uh, this shot. And a lot of people don't want to get this shot or for whatever reasons. And, you know, that's, it's kind of unconstitutional to say, hey, you have to get this shot. You know, we're kind of losing our democratic and our democratic values, I say. Do yeah. you think the country is moving towards that? 
Uh, it feels like it. It seems like it. You know, I think it kind of started off maybe when they first did the Constitution. You know, things were kind of fair and then kind of based things off of that. And then, but I feel like that old regime, um, they're kind of holding on to things. And I feel like it's kind of like, I don't know, the, the old empire of Rome is trying to like stop itself from falling. So they're doing certain things to kind of take control and kind of prevent the uh, the restructuring of power. I think what makes the United States so unique, and I, um, I learned to appreciate the states a lot more the older I've gotten, because you think about every other like regime on the planet as of now, it's ran by usually like one person. Or, you know, you think about like Stalin when he was uh, with the Soviet Union, um, Joseph Stalin, you think about China, the communist state, you think about um, um, what's my guy name from uh, Cuba? <sighs> he was uh, he 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 was uh, he always gave the United States trouble. Mm. Uh, man, what's his name? I can't remember his name, but I know listeners, you guys know who I'm talking about. Um, Castro, they, maybe is yeah, yeah, Fidel Castro, yeah, yeah, yeah Fidel yeah, Castro. Yeah. Uh, you think about uh, Adolf Hitler. A lot of countries are always ran by like just one person or just communists, uh, fascists or socialists, whatever like ideologies. And you think about America, the United States, it's about like the form of democracy, which I don't believe is a direct democracy because you got the electoral college. You got so many different factors that plays into it, you know, and then cap it's capitalistic, you know, and uh, I think capitalism is it's good and it's bad, but that's like anything. It's good and it's bad in anything. You just have to take the good, bad, and just keep going. But the United States is unique because we have so many, so much access to freedoms. Even though we're not quote unquote free, like free to the point like, man, we still have like, we're like free rum chickens in a sense. Even though it's that fence is still there, but we still have a lot of access to different things. You think about China, like you had mentioned earlier, uh, before we had got on the podcast about what was it, information? Oh, like the the censorship. Yeah, did you say that? Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. censorship. You know, over there, the government's like this isn't even there for them. They can search and it doesn't pop up. You yeah, know, that's whereas crazy. here, some things will pop up, but uh, depending on which search engine you use, different things are gonna pop up. Right. So that's crazy to 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 think that the United States is. I I don't know if it's moving. I don't know. I do think it's gonna boil down to each unit to to each state, because you see DeSantis from. Florida, I think he uh he, he he mentioned that he would withhold like the superintendents from making money if they mandate masks in school. Mm-hmm. So you see, some states are like, nah, that shit some ain't gonna fly. Some states are fighting back. Yeah, they're fighting the back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's just like that's what I love about the United States though, because it's like it's unique. Now I do see where we at Michigan. I could see Gretchen moving towards you know mandated uh vaccinations, mm-hmm. but I do New Orleans. I think I have heard that they're past theirs. But I do like theirs a little bit because it just says you have to have a negative COVID test in the last 72 hours. I think 72 hours is a little excessive, but at the same time, I like that they give that option rather than say you got to be vaccinated to enter our stuff. Like, can I just have a negative test? Even though that's like a hassle. Like, I got to get tested every so often to go and work out at the gym. Like, damn, of course, eventually, it's almost like the same thing as New York City where it's just you have to be uh, vaccinated. It's almost like you're going to you're gonna get vaccinated sooner or later because you get sick of doing the same shit over and over. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. <clears throat> That's one way that you uh, you can make something happen, though, is uh, you make it really hard not to do that <laughs> thing, you know? 
And the uh, thing is, always, any anytime that there's been people in power, if they have decision-making powers, like, you could be forced to do anything. And I think that if they make this jab, you know, actually something that we all have to get, you know, it's not going to stop there. That's going to be the start of whatever they el- whatever else they want. You know what I mean? What else would be mandated? Yeah, if we can get every single American to take this, what else can we get them to take? That's a good point, Tyler. That's an excellent point because it's like you can't get that freedom back. Once you give up that freedom for security, for the illusion of security, I think it's a quote. I forgot by who says it. You know, a person that gives up their freedom for security deserves neither. Mm. And the fact that you give up your liberty for that security, for that perceived security, mm-hmm. you don't deserve neither. And then it's like, how far can they push it? Oh, we can mandate shots. They, they, they actually capitulated to what we had to say, what we, what we said they have to do. Now, what can we do? Right. So it's just like, damn. And so you can see kind of like the, uh, the dictatorship. Kind of, you kind of see it. You know what I mean? The ideas of it. You know, I don't want to go too far yet. We're gonna see how things pan out. I think the end of the year, I'll, I'll know. Like, okay, this is what's gonna happen. But I do think globalization is making it like that because the world, they want the world to be accessible to everything. You know, that's why I don't like globalization personally, just because I like the idea that. Hey, this country has their unique ideas. This country has theirs. And it's okay we have differences. Let's trade. Let's do whatever. Versus like, oh, we're all open and we're all free. We're all this. It's so many different things that, man, you guys ever seen that documentary called Zeitgeist? Mm. Sounds familiar. I've heard of it, yeah. Man, I remember watching that shit back when I was like 19. Being in theater class. Mm. And I remember my, my boy David it was like, bro, you need to check out Zeitgeist. I checked that. I checked it out like two weeks later. I was like, "What the fuck?" But the shit they're speaking about—they were talking about supposed to happen in 2012, but now it's happening now. Mm. And it's just like now it's like they're talking about RFID chips and all this stuff. But now it's like they got their chip now. Right. You know, not saying the vaccine. I said it. Then uh, you said it. <laughs> yeah. you said they're gonna vaccine. be like, you can't say vaccine. But I'm gonna just say now. Nah. You take the jab, but the vaccine's like, uh, man, you don't. I just. It's not that I'm I'm not personally anti-vax, um, but I'm very skeptical of taking it because it was so fast, man. Yeah. Would you guys take it? Uh, you know, personally, I'm not really I'm careful about what I put into my body, man. You know, just like you said, if I don't know the research on it, you know, if it's something that's not it's unnatural, you know. Well, yeah, yeah, Shots that's the thing and, too. Yeah, it's they're, unnatural. They're all unnatural, you know. It's just. <laughs> I mess with natural stuff, but if it's unnatural, man, it's not from the earth. The chemicals, can't really mess with it. I think that's why I just—it's hard for me to find that that common ground because if, if you if the United States was more holistic with their approach to health, like they'll take in like they'll take the natural remedies of this earth more serious, and then they have vaccines as an option. I would be more likely to be like you know I might I wouldn't get it, but I mean I might cons- I might consider. It feels holistic. You know what I mean? Something yeah. different. I think it was just, like a re- Ayurvedic medicine. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I was going to link it to <laughs> because... turmeric in there? <laughs> right. There's this... um, uh, Yeah, yeah. So, you know, aspirin, they take that, like, that cyclic compound from willow bark tea. Mm. It's a compound found in willow bark tea that helps to relieve your headaches. Okay. Found a willow bark tea. You can drink this stuff. Yeah. But aspirin has been concentrated 
it's a concentrated light chemical or compound that's taken from willibar tea that now aspirin is like the leading like dose of medicine for relief of your headache mm -hmm. but it's just like damn like if they had more they've they were open with like hey we have this alternative offer alternatives rather than just say take the shot take the shot take the shot yeah. like offer alternatives like don't just spread fear that's the problem i have it's not with the the jab it's more or less the spreading of fear like you spreading fear man like offer alternatives talk about the realistic numbers don't just say such and such might have had diabetes and obese but they died of covid why can't they just die of these are the underlying causes be transparent but you want us to be transparent provide information but you're not providing the same thing like how come what that's where my issue is i personally say yeah, my issue is more or less with the you know you don't have alternative options you know with anything else even if you had like high blood pressure it's like you could get a pill or something like that from your doctor to help you lower that or you could change your diet you could learn how right. to eat better to change that in your body and so like if we offered these you know options how can you be healthier you know if it's attacking these things in your immune system how can you be boost up your immune system basically you should be fine you know and that's more or less the route I'm taking. I love that because that's what I'm saying. Just no one's talking about eating healthy. No one's talking about yeah, obesity. No crazy. one's talking about this shit. They're just ignoring the elephant in the room. Like, you do realize obesity is more of a problem than COVID. By far. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's been a problem for like years and it's like, there's like no, there's no monumental effort to really relieve or to teach people. You don't have to, people are just, whatever, man. Mm -hmm. It just that's, that's what's frustrating to me. Yeah. No one's talking about this shit. No one is. Besides, you know, independent news sources or podcasters or influencers, and then you automatically deemed as like, oh, you're anti-vaxxer, you're a Trump supporter, you're Disney. Like, can I just? I'm just. This is. I'm just concerned. Mm -hmm. Man, see, they're extreme. It's so black and white. Yeah, I think that's a problem, man. Uh, America, you know, we kind of rely on science a lot. Science a lot. And I think that's due to the industry. That's due to capital capitalism. You know, Pfizer and all these corporations are getting money, I'm sure, when people oh, get man. their shot. The fact oh, that yeah. pharmaceutical companies can't be sued for, like, really? yeah, they can't be sued because of uh, if you if the child dies from something. Like, you know, they can be, like, um, I think you can be compensated. But they can't be sued. And what protects them from being sued is there's something that Reagan had passed in the 80s. I think it was the uh, something with far, some kind of act mm. where the companies can't be sued if your kid dies from taking a jab of any kind. Wow. Mm. Like the fact that you can't be sued. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah. You know, you're taking the risk. You know what I mean? And then you see like people, you know, they correlate. It's the correlation with autism and uh taking jabs and stuff like that i don't know too much research about that that's why i'm not gonna speak too much about it but it's just like people are concerned they're really concerned it's just like the government doesn't have our trust and you expect us to abide by your rules and it's just like but you're not even being transparent with us yeah that's huge man it's all about trust man it's all about trust it's all about trust man so where do we go from here or not like i think for us, being podcasters and being like influencers, being people that, you know, because we're healthy individuals, I think it's up to us to really just not tell people, but continue to show people the way we're doing now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like we're doing a marvelous job of actually showing and telling, you know, showing and telling people, you know, 
best way to live your life you can accomplish your goals and i get so distracted with the bullshit that's going on but it's like it's hard now before i was ignoring this shit but yeah. now that i have a kid it's just like oh, i gotta be aware now like i gotta know how i'm gonna move otherwise it's not about me anymore mm-hmm. yeah i was even seeing it in the news you know uh some of the nurses and the people that work in the hospitals don't even want to get the vaccine. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's like, no, we're not anti-vax. We just don't understand. It's like, man, well, and that's that's a that's a that's a paradigm position too, you know, because it's like you're in the hospital, you're helping other Americans get uh, their shot, but you're not getting your shot. Right. And it's like, yeah, I'm helping them get it. I don't want to get it though. But then what happens? They don't get it. Boom, they're fired. Same people that are just fighting for you. Just and you just fire them because they don't want to get it because they're skeptical. They might be really, they might have got every shot up to date, but they don't want to get the COVID, the jab. Right. Yeah. I just people they're so extreme, man. It's and it's like it's like we had mentioned. You give up that one liberty, man. What do you think is gonna happen next? I I just I'm totally against. Uh, vaccine mandations. I'm totally against that shit. It should be a choice. It should be a choice. It's your body. You know what I mean? Like, it's you. And you remember how it was always how I learned the Republican side was always more like uh, with, with uh, abortion. You know, pro-life. And then Democrats are more like pro-choice. But it's now it's like you see more of the, the liberal and democratic uh like group pushing more like big government you know pushing you see the democratic states pushing the vaccine you pushing it and then they don't talk they don't they don't talk about the the um the economic impact that it makes on minorities you think about who's the who's who what group is least likely to get this this jab it's black people they're least likely to get it because they understand like they've been we've been experimenting experimenting on for centuries so now it's just like you're gonna put them in a more of a disparaging situation because they don't want to take it. They're skeptical about taking it, and they don't have access to shit anyway as it is. So now you're gonna impact them even more. It's just crazy, man. What the fuck do you do? Get money and fuck hoes. That's what you do, <laughs> man. Shit, that's what you do. Right, I guess. Get my hand dog. I'm gonna get the hand. I'm gonna get all this shit. <laughs> fuck all the bullshit. Look, man. This is why you just be a nigga. It's so easy. <laughs> be a nigga. Get your hand dog. Fuck them hoes. Uh, smoke you a little bit of weed. <laughs> man, you straight, man. You good. You know, fuck all this t-shit, man. We about to small start. You about to start smoking this this weed, man. <laughs> Putting down these L's. That's what we might be ignorant. It's easy to be ignorant. It's so easy. Be ignorant. I'm about to just be in. I'm about to just be inoculated with some weed and just be chilling, like man. I don't care what they pass. Man. <laughs> oh, shoot. Man. Going numb, man. Just Not, go numb, man. I'm out the pain, huh? Just go numb. <laughs> you might as well. It's so easy. I think uh, Lupe has a song where he talks about... Uh, pretty easy to... <laughs> oh, yeah. Life is pretty easy if you comply. Which it is. It, life is really easy if you actually just comply and just be like, All right. Yes. Yes, master. I will do as you say. It's mm. easy. Versus going against the grain, man. My pops used to always tell me, like, like the path of virtue or the your path is a lonely journey. And I'm like, what? 
It is. It's, it is, man. Even though we're, you know, we're alike, but it's just like when we go home, it's like, how many other people at home are really like us? Mm-hmm. That's why I think it's so important for people that are like-minded, especially people who are against the, the mandation of this, this, this jab, man, stay together, man. Absolutely. Here's a, here's a thought, you know, food for thought, just thinking about the whole thing, too. Because we talked about the two-party systems before, kind of, like, flipping on their ideas. But, like, food for thought being, if we plant, like, if some big corporation or organization, because all an organization is is a couple people getting together and organizing plans. Mm-hmm. So if an organization got together and was like, okay, so let's figure out, like, some big figureheads within this party to plant ideas. You know, all of a sudden, people aren't really thinking about their political side's ideas, but they're just trying to fit in with their group. So, you know, you've now got your, your side here thinking a little bit like the other side, but painting it in a different way. So it's like you're really thinking about, like, the same underlying goal, but the way you're going about it is, you know, different methods. And so now you've created this division that doesn't actually exist. Man, yeah, right. There's a lot right. of uh-huh. divisions exactly. that don't actually exist. Yeah. And so you've got all that going on, and people are just blind to the fact that it's, like, red versus blue. But reality, it's, like, this whole other group of people that are like, oh, they're thinking this way, how oh, they're thinking this way, let's move these pawns around like chess, you know? It's really what it is, a social experiment, because they all in bed with each other. <laughs> yeah, for real. They're the same shit. It's the same bullshit, recycle over and over again. Mm-hmm. Where do you get your ideas from? Is the question we should all ask. Yeah. You Where know? do you? That's a good question. I mean, I gotta sit there and really think about like, damn. It... But it's like you said, like, you know, the fact that people want to fit in. And I think that's what it is. People just want their side to be right or they just feel like they don't want to be wrong. Mm-hmm. And, man, it's just that's where we're at now, man. It's so crazy to live in this world. I'm not going to lie to you guys, man. If I would have known this shit was going to happen last year, I wouldn't have been as like, ah, release my balls into this my girlfriend <laughs> you said you wouldn't have i wouldn't have, i honestly i wouldn't have been so careless i honestly wouldn't have been so careless because i would have thought about it more i really would have thought about it more i i'm gonna love my kid i love my family but i'm gonna be honest i would have really thought about it more mm-hmm. because i am legit afraid scary times man for the for the life of my child my child has two parents that are red pill what the hell you think my child is gonna who who my, who my child gonna hang around with who my child gonna really like it, it's my cousin has a kid and so i'm thankful that he's more like aware him and his family but it's just like it's, it's fucked up man mm-hmm. i think it's getting there i think more people are becoming more aware hopefully you hopefully, think so though hopefully us you guys listening to us are becoming more aware you know <laughs> you gotta share it i know you are man if you listen to a couple of these podcasts man you become aware man um, so hopefully more people become aware and, uh, we can stand together. You know, it's, it's only a few people at the top, man, and controlling things. But if we can stand together as human, as human beings, as a human race, you know, we're all, we're all the same. You know, mm-hmm. there's black, there's white, there's Asian, there's Mexican. But if you, if you, if you think about the whole picture, man, if we're alien race, the human race, we're all the same alien, you know, mm-hmm. I, that's what I want to like, that's, that's the biggest thing. Is they're dividing us so much? Black, white, religion. You didn't get the vaccine. Yeah, like they dude, got the vaccine. Like you're wearing a mask. You're not wearing right. a mask. Mm-hmm. It's like black and white, and that's all it is, man. If we come together, man, just said fuck this shit. 
It's gonna happen. We all want the same things. We, we all want the. Be, we all want the same. Thing. We all want to be healthy. Mm-hmm. We all want to be happy. We all want to live the American dream. You know, mm-hmm. don't fight each other. That's not gonna make it happen. That doesn't help. No. It doesn't help at all, man. If we could just like, oh man, they keep they doing a damn good job keeping us divided. Mm-hmm. What the idiots? The bots. <laughs> the bots don't know they being divided. They think they really. Oh, my tribe is right. No, bitch. The tribe is wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. Stop falling to botlism. Botalism. Botalism. <laughs> what is botalism? The study of being a bot. <laughs> you don't know that blueprint is, is, it's like digging into your damn head. You see how close I'm getting to this damn mic too. I wish I could see this shit. <laughs> but nah, yeah, guys. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, don't be a robot, man. Please. What's up? Mm-hmm. If y'all can see through all of the stuff. And you want to be a wellness warrior like us? You know, come on, drop the names wellness warriors in the comments. Share us on social media, Man. hashtag wellness warriors. Because we're trying to, we're not just fighting for individual sides. We're fighting for wellness overall, the betterment of all of us. So, wellness warriors, rise. Here we go. Yeah, man. That's what it's about. All of us being well, healthy, and just achieving prosperity, man. Every time I eat my food, man, I always have a same prayer. All my friends, family, it doesn't matter. People I, I interact with on a daily basis or weekly, whatever, monthly. I just want all of us to achieve prosperity and happiness and achieve our goals, man. That's it. Mm-hmm. Fuck the bots. If y'all don't know at this point, man, y'all got to know better, you do better, dog. That's what it is, man. But, hey, man, we'll get there. Mm-hmm. I'm all done beating happens. that dead horse. All of us coming together, it's going to make it happen, man. We're stronger together. Yes, man. Than we are separated. Mm-hmm. There was this thing on on his uh, his name is Matunari Mori. And he had this three arrows. This arrow thing. He had one arrow, and then he like break it. Then he like three arrows can't break. It was one thing. I think somebody had got like five arrows and he broke that shit. Wow. <laughs> like it was still. It was like it don't matter what. Well, I'm still gonna break them damn arrows. But the point is. Can't, you can break one arrow, but it's going to be hard to break three, five, ten, twenty. I don't know anybody can break 50 arrows. So that's the whole point, man. It's, it's, let's stick together, man. For real. We need to. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. For the sake of our community, for our liberties, whatever, yeah. man. For our freedom. We just want to be happy. So, yeah, guys. Um, This is a good podcast, man. What do you guys have anything else to add? Become a wellness warrior, guys. Yes. Fight for your rights. Fight for your wellness. Fight for your health. Most importantly, yeah. Wellness, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Keep drinking tea. What kind of tea was this, man? Oh, yeah, man. Come on, man. Y'all even like... You even guess? Was there some uh, mint in there a little bit? Yeah. Mint? Uh-huh. You taste it, huh? Okay. Yeah. Smell I- that. You taste it a little bit. It's really nice. See, Tyler's senses are on. See, yeah. man, yeah, you, be ta- senses, you be getting like you be getting the shit that's like, how did he know that? <laughs> Charlie be like, oh, I ginger. That's man. Like, yeah. We'll be like, oh man, is that sarsaparilla? How the fuck you know that? <laughs> I know. <laughs> he be like, he just knows the earthy flavors. Like, oh yeah, that's sarsaparilla. That's bird eye root. Okay. Marshmallow root. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, this dude is, yeah, marshmallow, marshmallow root is not that good, man. Not sure what else is in there with the mint. Is that ginger? Oh, yeah, yeah. See, see, oh, see? see. He just yeah. knows, it's like, ginger. yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows, like, the, like, I'm with, the, with the earth, man. Yeah, I'm with the yeah. supplements. Yeah. With the su- uh, supplementation, man. You guys look into uh, ashwagandha. Ashwagandha's oh, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, I've been doing that. Yeah, I think I mentioned in the podcast. I want to bust big nuts with it. 
No, I'm just playing, but for real, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Wait, what? Uh, it helped me bust big nuts. Really? No, I'm just yeah. playing. And apparently, in that uh, case, it increases your, I know, right? It, it helps to uh, increase your testosterone. Okay. Naturally. Yeah. Uh, they say it can. Um, but I think the biggest thing why I take it is because of uh, cortisol. Um, plus, I like to re- just relax. And then you know, I work out a lot, so. I know ashwagandha is one of those adaptogenic herbs. Yeah, yep, of, uh, yeah. Brings your hormones, brings everything back in balance. So if you're, you know, cortisoled out, if you're stressed out, it's a great one to uh, take. If you're in the gym, training, overtraining, that's a good one to take. So ashwagandha, guys, check it out. Yeah, check it out. Uh, make sure you guys, if you do guys, if you guys check it out, uh, I think the more clinically studied one is the KSM. I had recently bought the one with KSM. The one I was taking before didn't have the KSM. Mm. So now I found the one. So, yeah. Check it out. But, yeah. That's all we have for you guys, man. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Hope you were able to laugh. Even though it was serious in the beginning. But hope you guys were able to laugh and not be so. If you don't agree with our ideals, it's okay. That's what it's about. We're learning. We grow together. All right? There we go. Yep. Growing our wellness family. Come on, guys. Get your asses over here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Signing out, guys. Yes, go ahead and uh, close out, man. Signing out, man. It's it's a beautiful day. It's nice. I love Michigan around these times. Yeah, man. All right, y'all. You already know what it is, man. I, uh, I gotta bring that lightning, baby. Let's go. Whoa. <laughs> I know, right? Ugh. I am the Greek. No, I am the Kemet. I am just the lightning god. Faiska. I'm out. All right, guys. It's your coach's coach. It's your trainer's trainer. It's William Taylor, CEO of New Wave Coaching. I want you guys to go out there and be the wave of change, guys, because it all starts with you. Ooh, the wave came through. The wave. Hey. <laughs> Lightning, the oh, wave. Uh-huh. <laughs> and as you guys know, Tyler Wellness here helping open-minded individuals turn those talents and skills into income in the Talent Income Academy. Make yourself a paycheck. Peace, love, and shade.